Hartley calls me up on what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. Calm down, Greg, it's soccer. It's soccer. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. All right, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to the Plus Money Podcast. Big, big episode of the pod today. World Cup moving right along. I'm your host, Andrew Passaro. we got a huge episode today. Like I already said, we're going to do something we've never done on this podcast before. We've got picks for the next couple days as we wrap up match day three of the World Cup. Coming to you from Qatar. Huge day today. We've got another couple big games tomorrow. But first and foremost, United States is through. As we've talked about on this podcast, very pro-USA podcast. Uh, as you guys know, I had a huge day on Monday going 4-0. and Shout out to the new listeners. If we got anybody out there who followed along from the playbook with Justin Fensterman and Adam Ronis. Appreciate those guys having me on. Did a little radio spot this afternoon in Richmond with my boy Adam Epstein. So if you're following from there, appreciate it. But welcome to the party. We got a big day. We got picks for the last two days of group stage matches before we get to the knockouts. Knockouts start Saturday morning, 10 a.m. United States playing Netherlands. We'll have that coming up for you. Uh, what picks for that with another pod or a post later coming out eventually. I'm Andrew Passaro. Follow me on Twitter at Andrew Passaro at the plus money pod. Let's get right into it. Huge day for groups E and F. Obviously, their games are going to get settled today. And on Friday, we'll have groups G and H. So we'll start with group E, which, yeah, sure, technically it's the two o'clock game. But I've got a game of the year for you in group F. We've never done that on this podcast. We've been doing this podcast for a year and a half. I've had plenty of big picks for you. Liverpool and over three and a half. Anytime they're playing Arsenal, that's always a big pick for me when it's at Anfield. They've never been a game of the year. We've got a game of the year on the podcast today. That is the four biggest words that any gambler can tell you. I'm going to give them to you today, later in the pod. Um, I hate the Costa Rica, Germany, and Spain, and Japan game. I don't have any picks for them, to be totally honest with you. I think both of those games scream trap to me. Would I stick Spain and Germany in a parlay? I absolutely would. But with the picks I'm going to give you from the Group F games, you don't even need to. I mean, you can stick them on at the end for added fluff, but frankly... Costa Rica is a team I really need to lose to nil. I would love to see Japan advance, but I have Spain going far in the tournament. I have Germany going far in the tournament. I think both of those are easy wins, and the odds are horrendous for both of those. Even the over, I think the over three and a half in Costa Rica, Germany is still minus 125, which is ridiculous. It's I, There's no value in that for me. I'm nef- certainly not going to take over four and a half in the World Cup. That's something I'm going to do if Manchester City or Liverpool are playing some relegation fodder team. We're not doing that today. So let's get into it. Morocco is taking on Canada, and as you guys know, those of you who listen to our futures pod, I gave you Morocco to get out of that group. That was over plus 200, which is why we're going back to the well. Morocco is taking on Canada. Canada is eliminated from the tournament. So while they have nothing to play for, young Canadian team, none of these guys have played in the World Cup before. This is their first appearance in the World Cup since the 1950s. We're still taking Morocco money line plus 110. They've impressed me. They drew Croatia. They still have an outside shot of winning the group. However, Croatia have the goal differential as they got a big win over Canada. And that brings us to Croatia taking on Belgium. Now, if you've been paying attention to the news of what's come out about Belgium in the last three to four days after their loss to Morocco, 5 a.m., by the way, it gave you that on the podcast if you weren't paying attention. Belgium hates each other. This Belgium team is a mess, a comparable mess almost to the France team that absolutely melted down at the 2010 World Cup. We had that the whole situation with the captain and everything. It was a, an absolute disaster. This Belgium team is pretty much up there. There's already the the, the headlines or the, the well-established feud between the best midfielder in the world right now, Kevin De Bruyne, and his former Chelsea teammate, Thibaut Courtois. They don't like each other. Apparently, Kevin De Bruyne cheated on his girlfriend way back in the day here. Kevin De Bruyne's ex then got back at him 
by sleeping with Courtois. So they don't talk. There was apparently a bust up between Hazard, De Bruyne, Lukaku, multiple other players had to get involved. So that's a disaster. Lukaku comes in out of shape. Eden Hazard hasn't been good since he left Chelsea. The only decent player on this team, actually there's one other decent player, but he hasn't played, and that's Trossard from Brighton. Kevin De Bruyne can't do everything. Kevin De Bruyne, in fact, said this Belgium team is too old. They missed their window, which I agree with. I think I told you guys on the preview pod that I had Croatia winning the group. I think I gave you that plus 235. And I also told you Morocco were getting out. Again, around plus 200. I had told you guys Belgium was going to not go through. Kevin De Bruyne says this team's too old. There's reports of Dries Merton's wife saying that after the fight, after the second game, they had a really tense team cookout. Things are not good. This Belgian team for sure just wants to go home, wants to do Christmas with their families as they prepare to go back to club football. They're done. They're cooked. Like my mom's delicious turkey on Thanksgiving. Belgium is cooked. Croatia, which is funny, the team that finished second in the last World Cup. You know what's funny about Croatia? They're an even older squad than the Belgians. But they got winners still on this team, obviously led by Luka Modric. They've had the role players come in, play well. They drew Morocco. They get the huge win against Canada. Big win. Game of the year bet. I'm putting four units on this. I'm going to tell you to bet responsibly. I'm not telling you to bet your mortgage. I'm not telling you to bet your child's college fund. Definitely not. Bet responsibly. But Croatia money line, plus 165, plus 175, whatever you can get it at, is the pick in this game. It has to be the pick. Croatia wins the group outright with a win, provided that Morocco don't put up like a seven spot on Canada. Croatia have the experience. They want to get to the next round. They're going to want to win the group. They have all the pieces. They've looked good. You still got Luka Modric, Kovacic, Brozovic. Ivan Perisic is still playing at a decent enough level. I'm really liking what I've seen from Vardiol. They're the next big Croatian center back. They've done more than enough. And I look at this Belgian team and I just look at it as a bunch of guys who wants to go home. They're still playing Jan Vertonghen and Toby Alderweireld in that back line. Both of those guys stink. They're awful. The only person who could maybe take this away from us is Thibaut Courtois. But frankly, I look at this Belgian team as a team that gave up two goals to Morocco. And I think that Croatia is going to find the space. I don't think Belgium is going to be able to sit back and do nothing. And frankly, Croatia knows that a draw is not necessarily good enough for them to win the group as they're tied on points with Morocco. And uh, I'm putting it all on the line. We're taking Croatia plus 165, plus 175. I will say I do have a little parlay as well for tomorrow in those 10 o'clock games. Just, just take Croatia and Morocco money line. Just take them both because that'll get you up to plus 456. Let it fly. You know what I mean? Just just let it ride. Like let's just let's just put it on the line. Let's go to Friday. Like I said, those Spain Germany games, I could look around for value. It's just going to require so many things and like corners and whatever. And frankly, Spain could just decide not to play against Germany. And Spain could just decide not to play against Japan and they'll go through. Germany could win the group, which I do have money on if if Spain decide to do that. But Group B is such a crapshoot that I just don't love any of the value. Uh, let's go to Friday real quick. We've got Cameroon, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea, Portugal. You got two games there with teams that really don't have anything to do, which is Cameroon and Brazil and South Korea and Portugal. Brazil and Portugal, both on six points. They're both through. They're probably going to win their groups. So the big game, especially in Group H, is Uruguay-Ghana. Uruguay's on one point. Ghana is on three Uruguay getting all three points 
makes them get through of the group. They won't win the group, but they will get through of the group. And uh, the big thing about that is that these two teams hate each other. I've been on Uruguay the whole tournament, and I'm going to ride this one and see it through to the end. I'm taking Uruguay in over two and a half. They haven't scored. Um, they, they haven't scored a goal yet, but uh, they're due. They're due. They've played well in the South Korea game. They they played okay in the Portugal game. They just, just things didn't go their way. No luck. But I'm taking Uruguay over two and a half plus one eighty, and I'm taking Uruguay on the spread minus one plus two ten. Ghana want revenge for that 2010 World Cup. They want to end Luis Suarez's international career. And frankly, I don't think Luis Suarez is going to start. Uh, I'm. It, it, they got to put everything around Darwin Nunez if that if if I was them. And then the other one that I have from the other group is uh, Serbia money line against Switzerland. Serbia got into a crazy game with Cameroon, and they're still in a position where they can get through with a win here, provided Cameroon don't absolutely beat Brazil. Serbia have goals in them. I think an over in this game is certainly a decent call. Serbia scoring three times against Cameroon. So again, I have Serbia going through already in the group. So I'm going to follow up with that pick with again, taking Serbia money line plus 155. Serbia has been all over the place. I do have another parlay for Friday. It's a four legger. It involves all four games. So you take Uruguay money line, Brazil money line. Then you add over one and a half in both the Serbia Switzerland game and the over one and a half in South Korea and Portugal. That, that, Kicks you up to plus 289. Uh, the one leg that I'd be a little worried about there is Uruguay, but that's uh, if you want to take that out, that still is plus 127. Now, the thing about Brazil is they're definitely going to rotate because they're more than through, but this team has so much talent, and there's going to be guys who are trying to get a spot out there for that next game. So I still see Brazil playing a decent game, not doing what France did today, and just rolling over and letting uh, Tunisia get a win over them. So, yeah, that's that's the picks. That's our card for, for Thursday and Friday. Like I said, you're Croatia. Game of the year. Game of the year. Follow us at the Plus Money Pod at Andrew Pissarro. We'll be back soon. Let's go win that game of the year.